The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Community Conversations. I'm your host, Roger Colton. Next week starts the annual town meeting for Belmont. Town meeting is Belmont's legislative body, and I think it is generally believed that this could be, could well be, an historic town meeting. We have with us today to talk about town meeting and to uh, give a preview of town meeting, Joanna Juvelis, who is the senior multimedia journalist for the Belmont Citizen Herald. Thanks for stopping over, Joanna. Great to be here, Roger. Thanks for having me. I think rather than uh, looking at trying to look at each article, there are perhaps three articles that could uh, really change the town of Belmont. Uh, oh, yes. That's why you said historic. I totally agree. Um, so I, I, I met with Mike Widmer, the town moderator. This is going to be his 11th town meeting from Belmont. And he told me that what the three most contentious um, articles will be. And one of those articles would what involve uh, uh, a ban on plastic bags at uh, retail establishments. Yes. Now, that's, that's not uncommon. Um, it's, it's, it exists in just about every surrounding town now, right? You go to Staples in Cambridge, and they're like, um, do you want to buy a bag? And you're like, oh, I forgot you guys have that plastic bag ban. <laughs> um, so that's kind of going to be, um, if this passes, that's what will be happening in Belmont. They're those thin film, single-use plastic bags with handles that a lot of us like to collect and keep, you know, for our dog waste. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, they do come in handy, don't they? They're, they're, you know, they're great to have around, but they're not recyclable curbside. If you want to recycle them, you have to bring them to the, Back you know, to the store. special places. Yes, like the supermarket. And the, uh, the ban is a citizen's petition. It, it didn't originate with, uh, uh, from within town government. No, so it did. It originated as a citizen's petition, and then the selectmen actually took it on and submitted it as their own article. But it did start out as a citizen's petition. But the selectmen were so much in support of it that they said, let's, let's make this um, an article. Let's think uh, for a minute about what the, the ban or to whom the ban applies. The, the logical ones to think of are foodies in Belmont Center yep. and Star Market right. in Waverly Square. But mm -hmm. uh, the, the little stores, too, uh, little it, it stores, would apply to everyone. Yes. If they use those thin film plastic bags, it would, it would apply to them. Some of the little stores, like... Um, Belmont Toys, the toy shop of Belmont, and uh, Champions. I think the plastic bags they use are not the thin film ones, so it may not apply to them. So it really depends on the type of oh, interesting. bag. Yeah. So it's not all plastic bags. It's, the as you were saying, Those the... Those thin film, single-use plastic bags. <laughs> uh, but when you say not all plastic bags, um, there are thin film bags that don't have handles that will not be banned and those are the ones that people use like for meat products wet products uh, newspapers um, dry cleaning those bags will not be banned 
And the purpose of this is environmental. It, yes. Uh, the, the plastic bags uh, uh, get into particularly the, the marine yes. uh, uh, environment and have an adverse impact. It's not right. really a climate change issue. It is uh, a waste or a litter. Not I, a litter, but a waste yeah, issue. And, and, but it, is, it, is, it does pollute the environment because there are carbon emissions that I think are released from these bags. Of from the production of yeah. the, from the bags? Yeah, so I, I definitely think it's definitely going to help the environment not to have them. Not uh, not only will it help the marine life, it'll help it'll help our environment. Uh huh. You know, stop polluting. Um, and there, there's actually statistics that the plastic bag proponents, um, plastic bag ban proponents, will be presenting, which um, I think you'll find pretty shocking when you look at some of these numbers. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay, the, uh, put me on the spot. What uh, What is your uh, prediction uh, in um, town meeting, Belmont's town meeting? My, yes or my no? prediction is it will pass. Okay. It will pass. And, and I think um, these reusable bags that, that they're saying they should, that stores, they would want the stores to use these reusable bags or recyclable paper bags. The reusable bags are actually a good way to promote your business. You could put your logo on them. And people walk around with them, and it's kind of like free advertising for your business. So that's that's the other thing that the plastic bag ban proponents are saying. You know, it would be good for businesses. And they'll actually save – they said st a store like Star Market could save $1,000 a week um, by not having those plastic bags anymore because that's what it costs them for those thin film bags. Well, actually, the, the advertising is um, – I think it's a legitimate point because mm -hmm. uh, I will take – a reusable bag. I'll walk into Foodies to pick up uh, uh, whatever groceries <laughs> I'm after mm -hmm. at the time, and then I walk into the bookstore, and it's not as though I have a separate bag for my books and right. for my food. I just carry my bag with me. You're advertising Foodies wherever you go. <laughs> right, right. So... Uh, uh, so that would be a good thing. Yep. And, uh, it, uh, so we'll see. I don't think I, I, I'll be surprised to see uh, this one get as much debate as some of the others. And I definitely think it will pass. That's my prediction. Lots of, lots of conversation, but, <laughs> uh, but ultimately it will uh, – uh, 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 a vote will be to, mm -hmm. uh, to ban the, uh, uh, the thin – uh, plastic bags. Yeah, April 30th. That's the, the day they'll be voting. So one of the articles that is expected to generate the most discussion, and I say one of the articles, whereas mm -hmm. in fact it's uh, spread over about three or four articles, mm -hmm. has to do with the future of marijuana dispensaries in the town of Belmont. And right. Non-medical retail marijuana, yep. And there's a sequencing issue with the consideration of marijuana. The, the first issue actually isn't on the, the annual town meeting, but it will require a special town meeting. Yes. So town meeting will, uh, <laughs> will adjourn. Uh, yep. The special town meeting will, will convene. On May 2nd. And they will consider whether town meeting will consider whether Belmont should opt out of uh, 
allowing marijuana dispensaries, recreational yes. marijuana dispensaries in, in Belmont. Yes, so there was a citizen's petition which town meeting member, Precinct 8, uh, Pam Eager, <coughs> excuse me, is behind, Pamela Eager. Uh, she um, got that citizen's petition. She got over 200 signatures to get it um, on the town meeting warrant. And basically what it, what it is saying is opt out completely of any kind of non-medical retail marijuana establishment, I think with the exception of marijuana dispensaries. And, but, but it, if it, so that's gonna require, um, I forget now if it's a two-thirds vote or majority vote, but um, I think it's a majority vote. And, and let's be clear that when we say opt out, what that means is that non-medical marijuana dispensaries would be barred from locating in the town of Belmont. Right, but it doesn't end, it doesn't end there. If this passes at town meeting, uh, there has to be a special town election, which will ultimately decide whether or not um, they'll be allowed in Belmont. And it'll be up to either the selectmen, the selectmen will have to decide if there'll be a special town election, or um, they, they could do a referendum with 500 certified signatures to get it on, have a special election to opt out. So if town meeting votes to uh, opt out and the mm -hmm. board of selectmen say, despite town meeting's vote, we choose not to have a town election, mm -hmm. uh, a petition of 500 voters could still force a town election. They could, they could. And, um, but you the know, board of selectmen wouldn't, uh, mm -hmm. wouldn't ignore the, the will of town meeting, right? We, we don't know. Um, my feeling is they just want to see and see what happens. That's actually what Adam Dash, selectman chairman, said uh, Monday night at the warrant briefing. He said, "Let's. I want to see what town meeting says and then decide. Um, there is this, this is going to be complicated, uh, Roger, because six amendments were filed by town meeting member Emma Thurston from Precinct 1. And um, tonight, they're going to be voting tonight, uh, April 25th. They're going to be uh, the bylaw review committee meeting is meeting. And they're going to look at these amendments and decide if any or some or all are going to actually be uh, voted on at town meeting. And that's going to really prolong this uh, even more. But she wanted to give uh, people choices because the citizens petition says opt out completely. So she has amendments that I think will allow certain kinds of marijuana establishments to open and give give people some choices. Um, I'm, I'm sh I know that she supports uh, the the retail marijuana. She's she's been pretty vocal about that um, because of the income it would bring the town. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, if you ask me how I predict this is going to go, Roger, it's really hard to say. It's really hard to say based on what what I've seen come in my email for letters to the editor and also on Facebook um, in response to an editorial that I posted, you know, about what kind of message a retail marijuana establishment would have, you know, would send Belmont children. I, I'm, I feel like there's a lot of people who are for it, more, th more for it than against it, but I actually could be wrong because I asked the selectmen, I did a public records request and I got all the emails from that went into the selectman mailbox for the month of January. I didn't get February 
March and April, but I got just January, and there were 28 emails to the selectmen, the majority of them saying, please have a special town election to, to let us decide if, if we can opt out. Now, I'm sure there are people out there who are saying, haven't we been through this before? Because yes. we had a vote not too many years ago, Article f- or not Article 4, right. but it was Question, question four. 4. But there was wording in that question that said a local town could have a vote to decide if they want it in their town. And a lot of people either may have missed it or, you know, it, it wasn't like saying it was a mandatory vote. It was like you could, a local town could do this. So, you know, that's that's what I think the argument is. And it, it passed, question four passed, um, there was, the margin was 717 votes. So I, I think that's that's pretty close. I mean, we did have an 80% turnout for that election, 14,000 registered voto- voters. But still, 717 is like the margin. If if this were to be put to a town vote, it wouldn't be a special election, but it would go on the November ballot, or is that no, yet to be, be determined? No, it would be a special election. It would be a special election. And it uh, is there a, a timing? I believe it would ha- have to happen in, in 30 days. 30 wow. days, yeah. So not a lot of time to run a campaign one way or another. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's assume for the moment mm-hmm. that, uh, being an economist, I can <laughs> I always assume. Let's assume that marijuana uh, retail marijuana sales proceed in the town of Belmont. Right. One of the other articles uh, before town meeting is a sales tax on the retail sales of marijuana. Right. A three yes. percent sales tax. Yes. Would anybody vote against that? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. This town needs that revenue, and that revenue would go into the town coffers, and it could be used for, you know, a lot of the expenses that the town has, maybe some capital improvement projects. So one of the confusions, I think, that exists on that 3% sales tax is what it can be used for, because some folks that I've talked to anyway think that, well, it can only go toward drug enforcement. Yes, or this is a totally different, separate tax. There's still that 3% that would go to drug enforcement, and I think this is an additional 3% that would go into the town coffers. I think I'm right about that. Okay. A lot of people, believe it or not, still don't really know all the answers, and that's why there's another article <laughs> that town meeting has to vote on. I'll let you present that one. Well, there's an article simply to say we need more time. Yeah, uh, a temporary moratorium. Yep. Uh, until the end of 2018. Right, December Through December 31st. of 2018. Yeah. And uh, are other communities considering similar articles? I, yes, I, have to I, assume. I know for a fact that other communities have uh, voted in favor of that temporary moratorium. And I also know for a fact that other communities have had special elections and um, to opt out, and it, and it passed. So uh, I know Dedham, my hometown that I grew up in, just had a special election April 14th, and it was you know to opt out, uh, and it passed. Uh, and when you say it passed, the decision to opt decision out. decision to opt out passed. So they will not allow non-medical retail marijuana establishments to open in Dedham. But a community like Dedham does have a lot of commercial tax 
revenue. It, it, it's, it's a very commercial town. So, so do they need that extra 3% is the question. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm for or against this, Roger, just so, you know, just so you know. I'm all for getting things fixed, but I'm not so sure. Uh, it, my question is, is Belmont ready for something like this? It really seems that that is the big issue. Uh, on the one hand, there are, are folks like myself. I, I will take a position, people like me, who think we've decided this issue mm -hmm. uh, and – we voted to legalize the retail sale of marijuana, and just like we regulate the sale of alcohol, we can regulate at the local level, we can regulate this, the sale of, of marijuana. And yeah. it is uh, not the wave of the future, but it, it is no longer the illegal drug that it was when you and I were, uh, were growing up. On the other hand, it is still... There's a stigma. Th it's stigma a is the word. Remember I told you I couldn't <laughs> think of the word? There it's is a stigma. A stigma. A and it is a, um, maybe not a narcotic in a, 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 a medical way, but it is an hallucinogenic. A and so the question is, do we, uh, uh, do we want to have that here in Belmont? And... Uh, that is the question. We and will. town meeting has to decide. Um, I believe they'll be voting May 2nd on that. So we'll see. Uh, it, it, the retail sale of marijuana it could well be one of the two most debated articles oh, uh, yes. of the 2018. What, what do you predict the vote will be, Roger? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, I predict that uh, the town of Belmont will not opt out of uh, the retail sales uh, altogether. And I'm not sure how people will vote on the, the six amendments, uh, which will give a more nuanced uh, uh, approach to opting out. I, I could see, I could see it going either way. I could mm -hmm. see people feeling a pressure to say, "Well, let's be reasonable. Let's at least uh, provide an opportunity to allow the town to opt out of certain aspects mm -hmm. of the retail sale of uh, recreational marijuana." Meanwhile. Um applications are are getting accepted now by the state um, and as far as we know there haven't been any for Belmont because at this point there could be there's no you know like y someone could apply to open in Belmont at this point point. And, and one thing we should be clear about is this doesn't have anything to do with whether there should be uh, a dispensary and the business centers or whether they should be a certain distance from no, schools. No, although that's all right. part of the planning board zoning yes. regulations, which and they have drafted. They're in the process of drafting. They are all for that moratorium because they need more time. Right. But that's all coming down the, the road in the future. Yes. This, this town meeting will not decide, will not make any decisions about where dispensaries will go. This town meeting will be talking about whether to allow dispensaries in Belmont right. or, or whether to send it to a special election uh, to decide the, whether the to... non-medical retail marijuana right. establishment. 
And we should emphasize that, that we are talking about the non-medical mm -hmm. marijuana, the right. retail sales of marijuana for, right. uh, well, I say for recreational uses, but for non-medical non purposes. Exactly. So the, the third big article, which could be one of the most fundamental changes in, uh, in Belmont in decades, if not generations, oh, uh, yes. is uh, the article uh, having to do with whether the Board of Selectmen in Belmont is uh, uh, to be three people or uh, five people. Yes. And it's Article uh, Article 12. Article 12, to increase the Board of Selectmen to five members. And this came about as a result of um, the committee to study the number of selectmen, which voted nine to four in favor of going from three to five. And let's, let's step back a year, because this committee didn't simply materialize out no. of thin air. This could actually be Jim Williams' legacy to, uh, uh, to the town of Belmont. Yes. Jim Williams sought or first proposed to expand the Board of Selectmen at right. last spring's town meeting. Yep. And town meeting said, this is such a substantive change that, and we, nobody's talked about it in public, that we should create a study committee. That's and right. town meeting created a study committee. Yes. And let me give you one of my biases here. <laughs> that, uh, uh, one of the significant things about this issue, quite aside from mm -hmm. the issue of whether to expand the Board of Selectmen, I thought was the, the notion that town meeting created its own study committee to inform town meeting. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they weren't relying on the Board of Selectmen, they weren't relying on the Warrant Committee, but town meeting mm -hmm. said, this is such an important issue, we want to have our own town meeting uh, study committee to look at this issue and report back to us. Yep, and that's exactly what they did. And um, someone said maybe they should have also looked at um, how it would change the staffing, uh, but that wasn't part of their charge. So if you go from three to five, uh, this was brought up the other night at the warrant briefing. Um, it would probably change, uh, require a need for a change in staffing. Um, Patrice Garvin, the town administrator, did say, because she was asked, she said, she said that it would definitely add more hours and more responsibility because she would have more selectmen to be communicating with. So she definitely said it would definitely increase her responsibility. And a lot of towns that have gone from three to five or that have five have a town manager. Uh, Rather than a town administrator. Right, right. But that was not part of their charge. They were just looking at um, going from three to five. And, and so if it does go from three to five, then we'll have to see how that's going to affect Staffing. So do, do, do you want to talk about the arguments for and against? Yes. Let's, I was just thinking, you're reading my mind. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's just lay out for the listeners what the arguments on each side Okay. Uh, do you want to do for and I'll do against? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. Let, I, don't let's have, I don't have an opinion either way. I actually used to live in Burlington, and they had a five-member board, and I used to cover those meetings as well. And what are the arguments for 
expanding uh, the Board of Selectmen from three to five start with the fact that the job of being a member of Belmont's Board of Selectmen has become too big Mm -hmm. for only three people, that there is too much work to reasonably place on a person uh, to uh, have them be one person of a three-member board. True. Uh, And uh, one of my opinions on that, I'll tell you my opinion, is that I think that to some extent that's self-created. That, uh, that the burden is self-created. There's no question but that the Board of Selectmen run from one meeting to another, and I can't imagine how or why their spouses uh, <laughs> uh, don't go nuts. And maybe their spouses do go nuts. <laughs> but um, uh, but that the, the Board of Selectmen, one of the reactions of the Board of Selectmen should be, well, maybe I'm defining my job uh, wrong, that maybe I should be more a policy person rather than inserting myself into the operations uh, mm-hmm. of town government. But, uh, but the argument is uh, for expanding is that the job is too big for three that, people. That's definitely one of the arguments. They also say it would increase the range of viewpoints and experience on the, the board. And given Belmont, uh, Belmont's diversity, people often think of Belmont as a... Uh, homogeneously white middle class or upper mi- middle class uh, community, but there's really considerable economic diversity, considerable, considerable, I'll get that word out, diversity between homeowners and tenants. Uh, mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are different perspectives uh, That's true. In, in Belmont. So That's um, true. It would also allow, I guess, board members would be allowed to talk outside meetings, and the way it would work is, I guess one member could talk to another, right? But they couldn't tell the other members what they talked about. Right. <laughs> Something to that effect. Because currently, they cannot meet outside that meeting room. They cannot talk to each other outside that meeting room, right? Yes, let, let's talk about that for a minute. Because with three members on the Board of Selectmen, any two of them would be a quorum. Yes. So if any two of them got together to have a conversation... That, that get-together would have to be posted as a public meeting You're because right. if there wasn't a posting of that, that You're would be an open meetings violation. Right. So we have three people now, no two of whom can talk to each other outside of, uh, of a, a formal meeting. Right. And moving to a five-person board of selectmen would allow individuals to talk to each other, but what they couldn't do is they couldn't deliberate uh, through serial conversations where mm-hmm, I talk right. to you, you talk to Jeff, Jeff talks to uh, Julie, and all of a sudden you've had a four-person conversation without really having all four people together. That would be an right. open meetings violation. And, and the um, people who are against this uh, say that... Um, Keeping it a three-member selectman keeps it um, keeps those deliberations transparent. So they're saying um, the board deliberations would remain transparent if you keep it at three. I guess they fear going to five that that transparency could be tainted in some way. Yes. <laughs> well, there would be more offline conversations. Yes, yes. Uh, they also say that... Um, 
elections would remain competitive. That's an interesting argument um, because when you have only a three-member board, right, there's one seat up usually, right, every right. three years, sure. so there's, it's more competitive. But when you think about it, I don't know if I agree with that because <laughs> Tom Caputo ran unopposed. It seems people are afraid to run. Well, this year, the the one competitive race was for this uh, the school committee, which has six members. So yeah, the yeah. the three person board was exactly. non competitive. Right. The six person board was competitive. So I don't know if I agree with that argument. And then they said um, three members are more apt to reach a consensus. Well, that's uh, that's true. There are mm -hmm. very few two-to-one votes in Belmont, whereas there could be a four-to-one vote or a three-to-two vote. And whether that's good or bad, it depends on one's perspective, I guess. Um, the other argument, which I think is very much worth mentioning, um, is that salary and cost benefits would increase if you go from three to five, because the, the there's a stipend that the selectmen get, sure. and then they also could opt in for health insurance. Sure. Not all of them do, but they could. So there could be an increase in cost. Right. Uh, an increase in health insurance and yes. stipends. And then in addition to that, the staffing needs could yes. increase, which would require more, maybe an additional staff member or a addition, uh, addition to the salary of the town administrator who would need to become a town manager. So... And we're talking about town meeting making this decision, but really town meeting, to be clear to our listeners, town meeting doesn't have the final voice in this either. That oh, I didn't even know that, Roger. Town meeting uh, will vote to, uh, uh, if town meeting mm -hmm. votes to approve this, then this would require a change in the town's charter, and I there see. would need to be uh, a special legislation. Oh, passed by the uh, the Massachusetts legislature. Oh, so it would have to go to like the attorney general for their. No, opinion? I think it it would be introduced as a bill. It, we would I turn see. it over to State Senator Brownsberger okay. and uh, State Representative Rogers. And okay. one would think that if Belmont has said we want to do this, the legislature would say okay. But there is an mm -hmm. additional step there. Now, do you have a prediction on this? I. I I predict that it will pass. You do? Hmm. Yes. Okay. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I agree with you. But it's not going to pass easily. There's going to be a lot of debate on this I one. I think that uh, uh, the town moderator and uh, the Board of Selectmen have set aside an entire night to uh, debate. Yes. Uh, May this, 7th. This one issue alone. Right. May so, 7th. We'll see if it ends up being May 7th or it could end up continuing to that following Monday, which I believe is May 9th. Oh, no, it would be that following Wednesday. It's possible with the whole marijuana uh, discussion that this could end up being a May 9th discussion and vote. Although we're trying to keep it at three nights, this town meeting. That's what I'm told. <laughs> That's what I'm told. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. <laughs> well, Joanna, we're out of time. But okay, well, we, we covered a lot. Before we leave, uh, I want to make sure that people know that we covered a lot today, but there was just a whole lot of stuff mm -hmm. that we didn't even bring up. But people can read mm -hmm. in the Citizen Herald, yes, uh, both online and yes. in the print 
edition. Exactly. Uh, your overview of each of the articles coming before town meeting. Yes. So in this week's edition, which is actually a special edition getting delivered to every household in Belmont, April 26th, I did a town meeting preview for the articles that will be voted on April 30th and May 2nd. And uh, in the May fourth, May third edition, I'm going to preview this selectman one because this is a that's a big one. Um, and online, you can look at belmont.wickedlocal.com. I, I also did a preview. I did a separate story on the marijuana articles <laughs> because that was a long one. You know, I try to keep my stories under 800 words <laughs> so readers <laughs> don't get bored. Well, they are complicated issues, and uh, yeah, letter, a is. lot of letters to the editor have come in, so those are worth reading as well. I'll be posting those. Well, people should go to uh, the uh, to wickedlocalbelmont.com. Uh, yes. It's been great fun. Thanks for uh, stopping over today. Yeah, I th- I'm glad to see that this podcast has been so successful, and I'm happy that you're the host and <laughs> it's continuing. I think it's a great thing for Belmont. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you've been listening to Community Conversations. I would like to thank Joanna again for stopping over to talk about uh, the upcoming annual town meeting in the town of Belmont. I'm your host, Roger Colton. You can stream uh, Community Conversations <laughs> online at belmontmedia.org. And you can also find community, community Conversations by searching for the BMC Podcast Network on iTunes. So this is... Community Conversations, I'm your host, Roger Colton. I will talk to you again in two weeks. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.